T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, after it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. First time for Joe to hear this. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. The Mac Jones theme song. Very nice. It's Christian Arkin, Fitzy Stevens here, Sports Radio, WEEI. Nice to uh, have you with us here today. What you just heard was the sound of the Celtics getting booed off the floor last night against the Indiana Pacers after a first half, which if you were at that game and you were booing, I don't blame you at all. I think I, I thought, Fitzy, and maybe you can uh, tell me I'm crazy, I thought I heard booing in that second Orlando game. I was watching mm-hmm. that game at home, and I... I'm one of those people that I need to have the volume up like really loud all the time. My wife's favorite thing to say to me is, can you please turn that down? No matter what it is, I'm, always, I'm constantly turning things down in my house. But I had the, uh, the TV up real loud watching the Orlando game, and I thought I heard booing then. You definitely heard it right there. Uh, Patriots fans are fed up. Uh, Patriots fans. How about Celtics fans are fed up with this? And I, uh, I detect no lies in your statement. They should be. I mean, they really, they really should them. be. This is, this is horrific what we're seeing from the Celtics right now. Oh, you know, and, and Arkan, I, I just want to speak to the entire notion since, you know, trying to like represent or speak as like a super fan in town is kind of like the lane I, I traffic here at the station. You have every right to boo at a game if you want to. You are a fan. It is short for fanatic. You are fanatical about your team. You live and you eat and you breathe and you sleep and you die and you celebrate over your team's successes, trappings, failures, misgivings, and 30 point deficits in the second quarter so if you're unhappy with the effort they're putting forth don't just cheer them this isn't generation participation trophy where it's like yay good job good effort guys let them know that you think they're playing like a pile of hot trash and they need to do better i know they know that as well but like it doesn't mean that you don't support or love or appreciate the effort of the team or the franchise or the banners just because you're letting them know you're pissed off at a piss poor effort yeah now the problem with that Fitzy, i agree with you but the problem with that is there's a lot of people from the generation whatever you just said there on this team right now including their best player jason tatum here's what he said about the boy i mean yeah you 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 want to win every game um and you know some things we got changed some things we got work going um but you know 22 and 10 32 games uh we got 50 left. Uh, that was some quick math. I went to Duke. Uh, and you got 50 games left, man. It sucks. You know, we got booed. You never want to do that. Uh, you know, rightfully so. But it's all about how we bounce back. There's literally nothing we could do right now to change what happened. Uh, so you got to get ready for the next one. 
All right. Mm. First of all, do you believe him when he's like dealing with the booze like it's no big deal? Like this is a guy. This is a guy who's very aware of like his Q rating and his two mm-hmm. K rating, and you know if he's first all team, first NBA, all those other things. He knows it's not great for his brand getting booed like that. Do you sort of believe that it's not really bothering him? No, I don't believe I don't believe him it. at all. As a matter of fact, there have been a number of people, uh, media and fan alike, Arcan, who have said that the pay- excuse me. Let's see, You're doing it too. Negative <laughs> Patriots. Just, just it's like talk about a Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to call it a Belichickian slip or or a patrician slip, if you will. <laughs> but there are a lot of people that have accused the Celtics of kind of being front runners. Yeah, and 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 like them reacting negatively or like being upset or sensitive to the idea that their fans let them know that the effort last night was unacceptable. Uh, whether it was because they paid all that money or because they expect better or they just want to like try to light a fire under the Celtics. Like, come on. You like you should you should come out and go like you know what if I was you I would boo too because there's no way we should be down 30 points to a team in the second quarter that we're three times as talented as yeah and again I mean this is a team that's a little sensitive <laughs> like they don't like it when people uh, talk down to them they don't like when people criticize them and they definitely don't like when uh, the fans are booing I mean I know I know that they don't like that Jalen Brown you know took it personally with the Kevin Durant stuff he was putting all that passive aggressive stuff on Instagram it's it's one of those things where you have to sort of live with it and they know they have to live with it but I wonder this is the first piece of adversity that this year's team has had to really see is it gonna is it gonna go well for them because last year the adversity went on for like two months and then they figured it out and didn't lose again until game four when you were there uh, the NBA finals so like you know, I just sort of wonder if this is going to throw them off track or not. Have they learned from last year? Have they have they figured out how to have thicker skin with this sort of thing? Because if not, this could really be the start of a bigger problem here. This could be, especially considering who they're going to have to play in the games that they have coming up on the yeah. schedule as well. Yeah. No, I mean, look, you can dip into your well and bag of cliches, tough times don't last, tough people do, and all that other garbage. None of that, and play all the motivational speeches from Rocky Balboa and Al Pacino and every other sports movie that you want. Fact of the matter is they just need to clean up the little basic, simple things that they're not doing well that uh, in addition to their, you know, here we go with another cliche, generational talent, like with Jalen Brown and Jason. Tatum. That was impressive. It was three in one. I, I snuck them all in there. <laughs> I, had, I had to check those boxes before three o'clock. I'm yeah. sure there's a sponsor that's thrilled with what I just did. Like you get all that stuff taken care. You get all that stuff taken care of. Button up the little things and then the rest will take care of itself. They have enough talent to keep up with anybody in the league. That's that's not the issue. But like I said, um, earlier on in the start of the show like they need to write the they need to fix these things now otherwise these will become habits again and then joe missoula who's 34 and has barely coached period let alone in the nba i mean he's 34 he's 32 games in now as well to his nba coaching career they need to fix these little things now before they become habit, and next thing you know, they're staring up at the Nets. Yeah, we'll hear Bucks. We'll hear some of these Joe Missoula cuts in a second. There's one more Tatum cut I want to play, and then we'll go to your phones. I promise. Uh, number two, uh, Turpin. We just need to win this one. Listen to what he says at, at the end here. Oh uh, man, uh, you know, I think we just need to win. We need to win, uh, and uh, you know, we. We have fun together off the court. You know, we bond. This is a close group. Uh, we just having a tough stretch. You know, I've had a tough stretch every year since I've been in the NBA, and this is no different. Um, but, you know, we got we got to figure it out. We got to regroup. We got to get back on track, um, essentially. All right, you stop right there. When he says we've had tough stretches every year and this one's no different, I started thinking about, like, the mm. previous years and the tough stretches and what they were like, like, 
the Kyrie year, like, you know, the Ugh. year after that, and some of those stretches, and wow, how difficult they really were. And he's like, and this one's no different. And I'm like, I think this one is different. Like, I feel like this is different because this year you're the favorite. You know, this year yep. there's a lot that's expected of you. This year you came out like a house on fire and were the NBA uh, champion odds favorites in Vegas and like all these other things. And now here we are right around the quarter mark of the season and it's starting to sputter a little bit. This is different. I think this is different. The expectations make it different. This team is also more talented than that team in yeah. 2019 with Kyrie that we wanted to just see put down at the end of the season. Like, we couldn't wait for that team to get mopped off of the floor because they were a miserable watch. This team is way more talented than they're playing. Maybe they're not as good as the team that had everyone already punching their ticket to the finals in June a few weeks ago, but they're certainly better than they are right, they are right now. I, I just wonder where... where Where's like the on-floor toughness going to come from? Because I always think back, and of course, any one of us could wish that a guy like Kevin Garnett could magically appear and rip the team a new blank hole <laughs> anytime that they have a tough time or that they're in need of like a motivational speech or like a writing or a reckoning. Uh, I'd settle for Tony Allen at this point. Fine, I would. Yeah, I would too. I'd settle for Paul Pierce on his Friday Night Live Instagram. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Like somebody needs to come in and tell them the way it's done. But they should know this by now, haven't they? Learned by going right up to the edge, seeing how great things could have been, seeing how great things were, and then faltering. Don't they want? Like I would think the want to get back to where they were and also prove their coach who did them dirty in the off season. I would think that they would want to prove to all those people that it, they're not just a, bar, a product of what Ime Odoka had them do last season. Yeah. Did you ever watch that uh, that Lakers show on HBO? The every winning single time? episode, despite everything that every Celtics fan told me to do, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But, I, you know, I never knew that about uh, the, the first guy, I forget his name now, but the coach who fell off the bike. Uh, who oh, was yeah, the one, the, the, like the, the genius, yeah. Who was, yeah, like, Jack, fell off his bike. Uh, Jack yeah. what's his name? I, I didn't realize that because everybody uh, associates – Showtime with Pat Riley, right? They assume that he invented it. They assume it's his thing. And it's not. I mean, this other guy invented it. Then he fell off his bike and scrambled his brain. And right. Riley had to come in and coach the team after that. Or it wasn't even him first. It was Westwall. And Riley first. was a guy who could barely even get on because Chick Hearn was stealing all the analysis time. It's almost, you know, it's sort of like Arcan. It's like the Shanahan offense is actually like the zone running scheme. It's not actually his. It's Alex Gibbs. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jack McKinney was the guy's name, by the way. Jack McKinney. Uh, who was a disciple, I think, of Dr. Jack and uh, sort of brought that Portland offense over mm -hmm. to the Lakers. And then once it was implemented, anybody could run it. I mean, that's sort mm -hmm. of right. Like, you know, after that, no matter if Westfall was the coach and then you had Riley and all these other guys, they all ran it. The players were all great. And they ended up winning all those championships and being this dynasty. The guy who invented it, the poor schmuck, is, you know, uh, in the hospital. I sort of feel like there's a similar thing here. Like, whatever Ime Udoka did and instilled in this team last year mm -hmm. carried over into this season. It is starting to come apart a little bit, and I do yeah. wonder if they needed a strong personality a coach like they had last year to put things back right when they were. Like, that, I think, is going to yep. be Missoula's biggest challenge here. Can he do what Udoka did last year? In the basketball sense I'm talking about, of course, can he do that uh, when things are going poorly? Because Ime had a tremendous talent for that last year. Yes, he did. And that's a great point because now th this will set up a stretch where we will get to know what kind of head coach and what the head coaching style, besides not calling timeouts, Joe Missoula is and what he's made of. Like, there's no way to, aside from like, yeah, he was like the video guy and he was like the spot, like, uh, the Spolstra to Tatum, like Tatum loved him and he wanted him. So he was handpicked in a lot of ways by Tatum and organizationally, like he was a favorite of smart and all those guys. That's great. What is his head coaching style though? Mm. Like, 
We knew what Odoka, we got to know what Odoka's was over the course of the season. And the Celtics last year were playing some of the best basketball you had ever seen, minus the, you know, Street Fighter 2 video game style of the Pistons in the late 80s and the early 90s. Like their defense was tremendous last year. Did you notice also, too, this season began, Arcand, with some sloppy defense? The Celtics were just shooting the lights out against all these teams? Yeah, definitely. Um, that, was a, that, was, that was a real thing for sure. Uh, one other thing about that Lakers show, yeah. uh, Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. a lot of sex in that show. A lot of <laughs> lot of lot of sex with a lot, the girls a lot of drugs show. in that show as Goes, well. Yeah, the dr- drugs. He's like in the in the brothel. Like there was, was magic was, and I know that's sort of his story anyway. But to see it come to life on the big screen that way, I got a buddy was, who's uh, actually going to play Rudy moment, Tomjanovich you know? in season two. Is that right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. A buddy of mine, Chet, an actor in New York, is going to be playing Rudy Tomjanovich in the second season. Um, oh, is he going to get it, punched by Kermit Washington? <laughs> I is that going to be the same? spoiler alert? But... Brutal flashback sequence yeah. to film. I've often thought. You know, like if, playing like one of these little like, well, it's a holiday radio show type of game. But like if you could go back in time and have drinks with like one person, if I were to say like, OK, you could pick one owner in sports you would want to go back and have drinks or party with. How would Dr. Buss not be the guy? Because, man, he lived that life out loud. Yeah. In L.A. in the 70s. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's the time to be doing that for sure. Um, the number is 617-779-7937. If you would like to uh, call and talk some Celtics, what we're doing here this hour. Um that Warriors game on the on the road trip, Fitzy, mm. you can trace it right back to there. It was the first loss of the road trip, and they haven't really looked the same since then. The Warriors may have a, uh, I don't know, some kind of some kind of hold on this team. It, it mm-hmm. seems like because that that started. I wouldn't say it started there. Like they there was some cracks in the armor before that, but that's when it really started to unravel. And it hasn't. They haven't gotten back on track yet. Um, what is it that the what is it though that Golden State like has? And it wasn't just like fluky shots that went in in that game a couple right. Saturdays ago. Like Golden State legitimately was just much better. And the Celtics. It was the first time Arcan all season that I saw the Celtics revert to hero ball. The same stuff that did them in in the bubble against Miami. One of their bad tendencies, just like pass, pass three, pass, 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 pass. 30 foot three yeah. like it was ba- it wasn't good basketball at all and I don't care how well you're shooting that night you're not going to win you may you may win that night you're not going to win long term when you play like that yeah 617-779-7937 is your phone number let's get to the phones here get to your Celtics calls Darren is up in Maine oh my favorite state what's up Darren how you doing good how about you doing great Darren can you turn your radio down please sir okay I did um couple questions about the Celtics lay it on me slick uh, what, when is the next Celtics game? Next Celtics game is. Uh, do you have that back there, Bridget? When's the next game? Friday. Friday against uh, Minnesota. Yeah, it's yeah. tomorrow. It's tomorrow Friday night against, against the Timberwolves. Tomorrow night, right? Yeah, that's yep. tomorrow. Right. Are they gonna win? Of course they're gonna win. Good. Thanks for the call. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's apparently Darren, who is standing outside of the FanDuel Casino up in uh, beautiful Kittery, Maine. Can I tell you that was the best call from Maine that either radio station has ever gotten? That was the most cohesive and coherent uh, Maine phone call there's ever been. Uh, is it me or are all the Maine phone calls like just like they know a sp- they know a speed that we can't possibly tolerate down here in Massachusetts? Or and the misses really. were just wondering when the next game was. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could you tell us maybe? Are they going to win that game there? Yeah. Okay. Well, they only have dial-up up there. I understand. That's right. Uh, Michael is in Framingham. Hi, Michael. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, there's so many things wrong with the Celtics and the coaching. Number one, uh, from the beginning of the year, as you noted, they haven't played defense. They have no defensive scheme. They don't come out uh, to challenge people. They don't play well on the pick and roll. They get beat consistently in defense. 
Uh, number two, if you listen to Scalabrini and he knows the game, you know, they're doing a lot of wrong. In yeah, debatable there, Michael, but okay. Well, okay. They have a lot of things wrong in not, in, not, in not running an offense where somebody gets inside, they kick it outside, they get inside points as well as points. So their the offense is falling apart. Michael, your phone's breaking up, so I'm going to drop you, but thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in. You got two points out there. They're both pretty good, okay. even though you're complimenting Scal, which we don't do that around here. Um, uh, just kidding. We have him on. Actually, we have Scal on once a week. That's a new uh, thing in the afternoons. We have Scal on now. He uh, joined us yesterday, and he, I was interviewing Fitzy, and he didn't. I asked the question. He didn't know who I was, and he was referring to something I said, and he goes, as the other gentleman said. <laughs> the other ge- so now I'm other gentleman whenever Scal calls. Mego and the other gentleman. Afternoons like, Scal, on other, other gentleman here. I just have one more follow-up, if you would. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Scal, um, Scal was the one who actually put it in my head about the uh, about the problem starting earlier than the Golden State game, and I think he's right yep. about that. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the offense, there, the, the Miami Heat, I think, sort of figured out not how to stop the offense, but how to at least slow it down, how to meet guys in, in the mid-range and sort of cut off their pass to the basket, force them to do kickouts, and then rotate over was basically what he was saying. And mm-hmm. uh, it's been working. You know, if you're the type of defense that can play in the perimeter like that, like the Warriors are, like uh, the Clippers are, they got those two great uh, defensive wings there, you know, you can yep. you can defend this team. And I think there's some tape out on them. I wonder if Missoula's creative enough to adjust to it. Yeah, and as far as the Celtics' defense itself goes, like if you go back and just even jump to YouTube and watch the 10-minute comp reel, like the cut-up of last night's game, you'll see Time Lord getting kind of punked and faked out a ton up at the, like Robert Williams did not have a great start to the game as well, especially no one had a good second quarter. I mean, my God, the Celtics were down by 29 points. Um, he just, They're just not quite as sharp overall, but he, who is being one of the best defenders in the NBA, he's just not like right back to that level he was last February, last March, last April, where nobody could get anything by him as well. And as far as, their, as, far as the offense goes, like when the Celtics aren't right, they fall back, like we said, A, on the hero ball threes, and B, like, well, we've got Tatum and Brown. They'll figure it out. Like someone else actually needs to contribute. Someone else actually needs to be that third man. Brogdon was a couple of times as yeah. well, but he's not supposed to be that great. He's not supposed to be 22, 8, and 7, you know, 82 games out of the year. Those are outrageous expectations. Brendan is in Springfield before we uh, go to break here. Go ahead, Brendan. What's up, boys? What's up, Brendan? Speaking of scouts, I actually talked, I talked to him this morning, and I uh, I said the Ooh, same thing. Like Brendan, talking to scouts, like, Wow. Oh, don't worry. It was just serious XM. It's not oh. like I know him. <laughs> not like you. I thought that was like a big-time humble <laughs> brag. I don't know. He doesn't yeah. even know my name. He calls me Other Gentleman. He calls him the Other Gentleman from his TOG. <laughs> Probably knows your yeah. name better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I said it's, it looks like Hero Ball. It looks like the beginning of last year, and yeah. he disagreed with that. But it's it, earlier, the guys were cutting. Even Derek White was cutting, dishing out to the open man. The extra pass happened, and now it's just sticking. I um. I'm not sure what that is. Is that Missoula? What do you What do you guys think is going on? Um, I don't know. I know that uh, when Ime got here last year, you remember when he did this, Fitzy? He turned to Brad Stevens and he goes, this team doesn't pass the ball well. we got to get up from 27th in assists. And he said it right to Stevens' face. Like, what the hell are you doing? And uh, I remember thinking, wow, that was kind of bold to say that to your boss. But I also remember thinking, he's right. He's absolutely yeah. right. And last year, they did start sharing the ball more, and they did start uh, really running a more cohesive, uh, pass-friendly offense, and you and you saw that. I mean, they have two yes. great individual one-on-one players, but now they have enough 
else in that rotation that you can really uh, you can rely on a lot of different people if you need to. But you should, in it, theory, there, anyway. And is there a greater representation of that point than Game One on Easter Sunday against the Brooklyn Nets? The final play. Everyone would have expected that Marcus Smart would have taken that final shot, probably missed, and the Celtics lose an absolute soul puncher on the day that Christ rises. And instead, <laughs> there's a miracle, and Marcus Smart actually finds Tatum, who spins off that lazy D from Kyrie, gets the layup, and the Celtics win a miraculous game. Like That, to me, was everything that Ime Udoka basketball was all about. I, I don't know. like Who's the mentor? Like We all knew that like Greg Popovich was the mentor to Ime Udoka, at least on the basketball floor. Um Who's like, what is, what, what, who are the tenants? Like, who are the heroes of Missoula and what is he going to look to? Like, Bob Huggins? Uh, Damon Stoudemire's on the staff, right? Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's the only other guy I can think of. But yeah, yeah. I'd imagine that's, uh, that's something he's going to have to cultivate. It's a thing he's going to, it's a challenge for him, uh, right. this season, just like, just like everybody else. Uh, 617 is the phone number. It's Arcan and Fitzy. We're right back. W-E-E-I. 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 New England Sports Original. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 